<laughs> Hi, Amber. <laughs> Hi, Megan. Hi, Adrian. Hello, ladies. You know, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where we are just killing it Resident Evil style. We're 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 almost we're we're like five in. We're doing this. We've got I it. I mean, not 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 like five in. We are we are factually five in. We are exactly five, five in. in. Mm-hmm. We are yeah. We are not at the beginning of the five. We are at the end of the five. Yes. So that's what sixteen percent left to go. Yeah. Exactly. Quick math. How are Very you feeling? Good. How are you feeling? I mean, I, once we get to the end of all things, we can talk about that. But like, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Do you feel accomplished being one from the end? Are you feeling some melancholy being one from the end? Are you impatient? I think I feel are a you little horny. Oh, boy. I think I feel a little <laughs> bit um, uh, lied to because Adrian promised me that there were seven of these and there's only six of them. And so like in my mind, we still have two more to go, but we only have one more to go. And I think oh. that makes me a little bit sad. I corrected myself <laughs> oh, weeks wow. ago. <laughs> you did. Way to hold your edge. Wow. See, you know, I was hoping for I statements. Oh, um, excuse me. But you <sighs> went straight for salty resentment and mm. I am impressed. I, I am said, proud and I am I said, pleased. I said, I feel lied to. Yeah. By Adrian. <laughs> By me. By me. I, I live to let you down. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Although to be fair, there is a seventh coming out, but it's it's uh, not a Mila Jovovich jam. Does it yeah. count as a seventh if it's a reboot? Do re- I feel like reboots are. Sort of, I mean, there. How, how many times have they rebooted Spider Man? Yeah. That's true. That's right. true. To to be fair, I've never seen the last film, so maybe that's why I couldn't remember how many there were. So I'm excited about that. That's where most of my excitement comes from. I don't know what the final chapter has in store for us. I yeah. just, I know it's called the final chapter. Oh, oh that's true. <laughs> you weren't just being metaphorical. <laughs> no. Exactly. No. I, I, I. I will take some responsibility for dashing Megan's hopes and dreams because that's one of my favorite activities and I want to num-num that as much as possible. Sure. I, I backed you on this because I also haven't seen the last one. So it seemed reasonable that there were seven. Yeah. Hmm. Also, it's a nice number. It, there was So there was a five-year gap between movie five and movie six. Yeah. And, and based on kind of the cadence that they'd been making them before, it feels like there should be another one. But I'm sure they did some life stuff instead. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems crazy considering how this one ends. I mean, it, it ends much like the other ones do, you know? Oh, thank goodness. We're, oh, nope, worse mortal peril. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, we're I see this now. Again. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've found a way to be more in more peril than we were before. <laughs> yes. We're on, we're on a new precipice. Yes. We're literally in hell. We are facing down Satan himself, who is a zombie now. So... I don't know if that's worse or better. Yeah. But yeah, this one ends in a, in a very urgent kind of way. In, in sort of a, this is this is the beginning of the last battle for humanity kind of way. And you'd think that they'd get off that it, more than like five years is a long time yeah. to just wait and see if we make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's like a missing film? Do you think there is like a hidden seventh <gasps> film that's between um, the fifth and the sixth that they'd like... I don't know, got lost or stuck in post-production or something like that. I'm sure there is a lot of fan fiction and that Mila Jovovich is wearing uh, little square paper dresses in all of them. Because <laughs> why yeah, wouldn't she, she? She never makes it to her dominatrix look in that fan fiction. Mm-hmm. It's a good look, though. Yeah. I just don't think heels are practical. No, they never are. And yet every single... Everybody Woman but is, Michelle yeah. Rodriguez is. I'm sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves yes, because it's just it's just so good. Megan, please, mm-hmm. yes, please take us there. Yeah. So uh, this movie is essentially just like bringing all the greatest hits back for uh, Resident Evil. You know, did you want um, Odette Fair back? Yeah, you get him. Do you want Michelle Rodriguez back? Yeah, you get her. Do you want the paper dress back? Yes, you get it. Do you want to see the, you know, clips that you saw in the very last movie again? Yes, of course you can see that again. Um, we've got um, the uh, uh, laser room. We've got... Yeah, just kind of everything you everything you loved and and missed from the last four movies, you've got it in like condensed. Did you form miss Wesker? They answer. Bitch ain't dead. <laughs> yeah, right. Miss, 
nobody you thought is dead was dead, and there you go. Even Colin Salmon shows up. Yes. Colin Salmon shows up, You've been asking yourself the existential question, where is Jill Valentine? Yes. Oh, yes, and Jill's back. Nobody had even thought of her for, you know, quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And of course, RQ is back. RQ is back. Yes, the Red Queen. Um, yeah, so so essentially, you know, we end the last movie where they were uh, safe in a boat on a ship, on a ship in the sea, and uh, then they were attacked by, I don't know, 45,000 um, Umbrella Corps planes. Um, and so after that, apparently, Alice is taken to a underwater, under ice Siberian um, uh, headquarters for Umbrella Corps where they do all of their um, testing for the virus and everything that um, happens is in simulation at this point and we've got tons of clones that's how we get Michelle Rodriguez and Odette Fair um, back and and Colin Salmon all those folks come back because um, they're all, they were Umbrella Corps people and so now I guess Umbrella Corps owns their DNA so that they can make as many clones as they want. Um, it's zombie apocalypse rules. Nobody owns anything. Everybody owns nothing. It's nothing, Megan. Ownership. You make Copyrights. <laughs> um, yeah, so the whole whole thing is her trying to get out of this facility, and now Wesker is somehow... Calling him a good guy is, is overstepping, but he wants her out because he wants to save humanity now for some reason. And uh, and the Red Queen has overtaken Umbrella Corps and she wants to murder every single person on the planet now. So it's uh, Alice trying to get out. Um, um, we've got Luther comes back. Uh, Boris uh, Kudjo comes back with a team that's going to um, try to extract her. So they're they're kind of meeting in the middle and trying to get out. And that's that's the whole movie. Trying to get out. Simulation. Yep. Underwater, under ice, Siber- Siberian, um, you know, headquarters. Yeah. Old friends, new friends. Mm-hmm. Fancy location. We haven't done ice or underwater yet. They give yeah. us both. Yeah. You know, the one thing they didn't bring back, which was just astounding to me, is that there are no zombie dogs in this one. It's the first one without zombie dogs. Seems like if you're yeah. doing the greatest hits, bring back the zombie dogs. Yeah. I mean, then you'd have to clone dogs on top of your human cloning operation. And RQ is churning out a lot of clones. I feel like, you know, rejiggering the mechanism to do canines is probably just kind of an ass ache. too much. Yeah. All right. You got me there. Solid gold logic. Brought to you by Amber. <laughs> 100% science, once again. <laughs> so, Amber, what did Metacritic say about this movie? I know what I say about this movie, and I say that this movie is just a massive improvement on the last one. The last one, I, was, I wasn't I was feeling it. And, you know, it could yeah. have been series on Wii. I know I hit that when we when we were doing The Fast and the Furious. This movie proved that it was not. I simply found that to be an inferior Resident Evil offering. Was it not delightful? Did it not have delightful things? Yes. But this one filled my veins with nitrogen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I think that means I'm dead, but in a good way, I've decided. Sure. But the critics don't seem to understand that. It's 39 for the critics, 51 for the users. Yeah, we're at 28 for the critics and, again, and also 51 for the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I think I was, I, I really enjoyed the last one, but then watching this one, I was like, oh, yeah, you can go, you can go harder. <laughs> you can go harder, Resident Evil. You've got this. There is more. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of the blurbies are kind of like, oh, just recycling things from the old movies. It's just, oh, geez, come on. It's just so boring. I like it. It's great. You came up with preposterous reasons to bring back characters we watched die and then have them attack her, and then she can kill one of them, and then there's more because clones. Fuck yeah. We already know clones exist. They've established it. She had an army of them. Yeah, it's true. I found it delightful. And then simulations. We're not talking like digital simulations we're not talking you know they go into a brain and create dream realities fuck no they actually went and created actual replicas of cities underwater under ice and then they just fill them with clone people who are apparently performing computer generated tasks and then sending zombies in and then watching it happen and then herb has to go clean it all up 
<laughs> yeah, I, I really actually like the setup that they have where they have the cities because we only got to watch the zombie outbreak occur in Raccoon City and then later in Tokyo so far. And so like kind so of right. kind of traveling around the world and seeing like different parts of the world getting decimated by zombies. I mean, speaks maybe to the budget, but also it, it just <laughs> reminds you of this global plague that we are that we that we have right because to this point it's been very u.s centric like oh yes mm. we're driving around the nevada desert which is a bigger desert because the whole world's a desert but also could you really tell the difference because we're in nevada i just i was delighted by the action by the visuals i felt like in in terms of the way it was filmed it was quite nice i mean sure they probably overdid the slow motion again but i thought it was quite lovely to look at even knowing that it had intentionally been filmed in 3d so that things would be thrown at us periodically i just i liked the underwater stuff i liked the ice stuff i liked the reverse boat attack that opened the movie mm -hmm. right yeah i really enjoy the opening sequence running backwards um even even figuring out that alice is in water at the at the very front scene, right? The, yeah. While the credits are playing, you hear these sounds of death, right? And yeah. then and then it just opens on this floating body, and it's like, what? What's happening? Yeah, you're underwater with her. There's bubbles. She's slowly falling, and then then she pushes back up to the surface, comes back up under the boat. You know, like it's she's it's it's all in reverse, very very slowly. Explosions getting sucked back into each other, change getting sucked back into her shotguns. Like it, I liked it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I it's, thought... it's different and interesting. Mm -hmm. And you had good, solid action scenes. I liked the team of people they sent into her. I was interested to see where this movie went, as opposed to disappointed to see what it didn't do, or that it like let me down by giving me some sort of narrative to latch onto. Was it preposterous? Obviously. But it was delightfully preposterous, and it gave me enough to snack on to then enjoy... Like, everything that went in between just watching women kick ass and zombies get bowed down. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of female heroes in this one. As ridiculous as their clothing was, there were a lot of them, and they were diverse. You know how I mm -hmm. feel about that. <laughs> I get it, you know, it's the fifth entry in the Resident Evil franchise, Amazon's description for this movie. It's movie summary, mm -hmm. if you will. If you were looking... To purchase or perhaps rent Resident Evil Retribution and Amazon was trying to sell it to you, what it would tell you is it's the sequel to sequel to Resident Evil Afterlife 3D. And that's it. Perfect. That's, that's all they we'll tell stop. you. That is those are the only words that Amazon provides you with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're interested in this movie. It's the sequel to this one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which is also a you know a, a the fourth in the line of other movies. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're assuming no new buyers, no new audience here. If you've seen the other movies, you'll watch this one, but I'm not trying to sell it to you. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time. The extent of the information they think you need is order. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yep. Just yep. giving you order of operations. Yeah. If you can't Google it and see which one comes, you know, fifth in the sequence, now you know. I mean, it also might be very hard to describe outside of like, Alice continues to fight zombies and clones um and there's some you know blue biker communist zombies uh, who can use guns <laughs> so now good. i don't know i mean you probably know whether or not you want to watch it already so so i i also think that so a lot of people a lot of the critics say you know um to make up for utter lack of sensibility the f film incorporates lots of spontaneous action crashes explosives or gunfire um but the i guess I feel like the motivations in this movie were a lot more understandable than the motivations in the last one. Like Alice is trying to get out. Like that's that's kind of the that's mm -hmm. the summary of the movie. She wants out. Um yep. and, and yeah. Wesker sent a team to get her out to help her and it's it's a team semi made up of friends and former enemies because Wesker's now on the side of Alice being alive. So we have a new enemy who's an old enemy, and also this facility is awesome. And Adrian, they call it the Prime Testing Facility, Umbrella's Prime Testing Facility, but I just call it the Mindfuck. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to haunt your dreams. We yep. are here to give you like we want all of these clones to have traumatic memories. So yeah. 
Let's put them through this zombie apocalypse simulation over Mm -hmm. and over again. Yes. I just, yeah, I enjoyed that. I just, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, critics. This is one of those moments where I feel like you've lost your joy. It's not mind-meltingly brilliant, and it's not the best action movie I've ever seen, but it was deeply entertaining. Yes. Absolutely. It's a really, I find this movie to be a really unexpected detour, right? Like all of a sudden, Mm. instead of like out in the world, dirty and running out of stuff, we're in this incredibly sterile, incredibly high-tech facility where everything is being controlled. And, and it's, it's, it's really like, I find this to be like the next level. If you think, go back to like the the gaming roots of Resident Evil, like this is this is the gamification movie. Like, oh, and now you must defeat these other foes and we've created these new monsters and like you weren't expecting these on the level, but this is what you must do before the big boss battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you have to go through the suburbs section and the Soviet section and yeah. the Tokyo section and the New York section and there's going to be different enemies in each section that you'll have to get past. Right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like I can see the little map you know, of of Mario going around the little mushrooms, mm-hmm. except it's mm-hmm. Alice and giant zombies. <laughs> well, obviously, makes sense. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree, and I think it builds on like what what something you've said a lot, Adrian is 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 the concept that there is a larger intelligence behind something that usually is considered to be sort of just this primal, unnatural force associated with zombie apocalypses. Something causes zombies to exist, then they exist, and then they are the threat. But throughout, there's always been the overarching sinisterness of an actual corporation that is in some ways guiding and or profiting from this disaster that they themselves created. And and, and rather than being subsumed by it, are in some ways empowered by it. And like this takes that to the next level by bringing RQ back and having her not just be the sinister intelligence is actually doing the smartest thing and trying to kill people for, you know, humanity's own good, but just flipping it and being like, no, I'm done with you. I'm done with this. I'm going to use all of these fun biological toys to fucking kill y'all. <laughs> yep. And you don't know why. You don't know why. <laughs> don't yeah. Know why. Who programmed that? Who yeah. programmed the Red Queen? Yeah. I mean, the Red Queen, like like you said, was completely logical in the first movie and now is just bent on destruction. Um, yeah. And, I'm, and I, I mean, it probably is for a good reason, too. And that scares me. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if this will come into um, the final chapter. So yeah, I no critics. I'm I'm not gonna agree with you on this. This is this is a solid action sci-fi zombie movie that gets buck wild as it goes into its fifth installment. Yeah. No. There, I I found new things to love in this movie. Like in Afterlife, it starts with the sequence of Alice destroying the Tokyo facility and killing everyone in it, and you know the human population drops by I don't know twenty percent in one day <laughs> because of her Alice army. <laughs> and and yet we start the narration of this movie and she's like my name is alice i work for the umbrella corporation and i found myself just pausing when she says i work and i was like you are the worst employee ever like no honey <laughs> you haven't you've have been checking the mail you have been terminated you have been fired <laughs> you are being sued <laughs> but she's <laughs> you, you don't get to keep your job if you like you know take out i don't know 50% of the people who work in the corporation. Yeah. Might might be termination for cause. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So after this really delightful kind of reverse um, water fight scene we get at the very beginning of the movie, we get to um, cut to Alice as a suburban mom with a, with a family, with a daughter, and uh, living in, in a little suburban town. And it is, it is yeah, it is very confusing. You wonder, how did we get here? You wonder if all of these movies have been just a dream. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's teeth achingly idyllic. Like she has this, you know, little, I don't know, 10 year old daughter. She's deaf. And, you know, she's and guess the father is Oded Fair. He's yes. alive. Everybody loves each other so much. I mean, then yeah. zombies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then zombies come right at them. They they get us so hard in the heart here because we see Oded Fair and then they're like, gone, dead, 
Sorry. <laughs> yep. Just immediately, but like not just gone dead, like take our daughter and go as he like heroically sacrifices himself to the zombie that just entered his home. So like as Adrian said, implanting them with just enough like love for each other and traumatic memories to make this just real hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Why, RQ? <laughs> yeah. And this is like the thing that we kind of want for Alice. Like, you know, we loved Odette Fair. We wanted them to like get to like, you know, have a calm life together if they wanted that. And this is like the movie saying, see, look how lovely it could be. And now they're getting eaten. Yep. <laughs> She's running for her life with her daughter, trying to protect her, doing kind of a pretty incredible job, considering the fact that she is just a suburban housewife who's pretty freaked out, which... Again, Adrian, so many good observations. Very clear, like usually Alice is kind of stone cold in these movies, you know? Even in the first one where she didn't have her memories, she's pretty chill, almost too chill, kind of a sociopath. In this, yeah. you actually, like, you're reminded, oh, she can act. Yeah, the fear is real. The, yeah, the, the fear is real. It's very, like, visceral, the way that she wants to protect her daughter, like, grabbing the bat, like, the readiness of a mom to do whatever it takes to protect her kid. You feel yep. it all. Yeah. Yep. The tremor but, in her fingers yes, where, like, the adrenaline you. is clearly just, like, coursing through her veins. But, like, she's she's going to poke her head out of that attic because she's got to get her daughter out of that house. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's good. Yeah, it's very good. Yep. And then like, she dies. <laughs> she does. She does. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She gets picked up by Michelle Rodriguez first, and then she yeah. does. We oh get God! Hipster yes. Rain. Yes. Hipster, hipster but Rain. But the, the thing I love about this version of Rain, who's driving a Prius, picks him up, drives down the street. She already knows those things aren't human anymore. Like yep. that yeah. part of her that is willing to be like, "Nope, I'm shooting you." Is it, it's there? <laughs> yes. Without a no no weapon. But the mind, the mind. Yeah, we we actually later learn that this version of Rain is a, is a pa basically a pacifist. Um, she the Prius is is not just you know money conscious. She she marched against the NRA. You know she's got bumper stickers that say Alpha Female. Like she's it's fantastic. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. Rain, but you know without the guns and the military training. Yeah, and in heels. And, uh, and in yeah. goddamn heels. Yeah, always in heels. <laughs> I mean, they look great, but it's like. It's against everything you believe in. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, like you say, they die. And then we get um, then we get Alice um, back in this, I don't know, 18-story high uh, jail cell with her, um, her paper outfit on again, which apparently is like the medical, um, <laughs> this world's version of like the medical gown that you have to wear. Um, I want to see it on a dude. I don't believe it till we see it on a dude. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. This is part of Umbrella's evilness. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So then we have, um, <laughs> we ha you know, they're, they're Jill's trying to, what the heck is Jill trying to do? She's torturing She's Alice. Sound torture. <laughs> and she keeps asking her, who do you work for? Who do you work what? for? Yeah, that's right. She's just like, wondering, has Alice gotten her pink slip yet? Yeah. Does she know she's fired for the Tokyo murders? <laughs> and then, unfortunately, fortunately, there's a um, there's a power outage, and then the computer uh, announces <laughs> that there's a security shutdown and gives us a countdown for how long Alice has to leave. Yep. It's pretty great. It's awesome. It is also conveniently located outfit that is sized perfectly for her in her jail cell in one of the walls which was apparently just a high-tech drawer that just pops out for her yep yes and yes. she puts it on surprisingly fast and uh skedaddles indeed indeed so, yeah. noth nothing's easier to get into than a little latex buckle outfit you know <laughs> yeah. just... what you didn't see was like the vaseline and baby powder that was yes. also <laughs> in the next drawer <laughs> yep and like and thigh high three inch wedge heel boots those do not go on quick and easy again they look really good they look not she looks fantastic obviously practical i none of that looked bulletproof or even just like blade resistant ready to run in <laughs> breathable this is so disturbing the idea that after like six years of a zombie apocalypse that you could walk in heels at all 
that those those beauty standards would still be around. Yeah, exactly. That's a truly dark future. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to um, uh, Lee Bingbing as Ada Wong with the most impractical impractical um, outfit we've seen yet. Maybe. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Sending her to infiltrate a secret umbrella facility in a red high slit dress with a single thigh holster makes perfect sense to me. And like four inch stiletto heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. definitely. Definitely stiletto heels. She looks fantastic. Again, um, but it is extraordinarily confusing that it's not like she had to slip in as like a spy espionage style. I don't think. <laughs> seem like that no who was she trying to fool with her designer dinnerware oh i thought the gala was today (laughs) (laughs) the 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 beauty standards of the zombie apocalypse are i mean you've got to question it when um you know after um about a year of lockdown from covid like mm, bras are out the door like pants with like you know, buttons on them are out the door, people putting on shoes, like, yeah. Yeah. I I kind of doubt that stiletto heels would be hanging around. No, I would have burned them for warmth. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Use them as weapons. to puncture the ocular cavities of an oncoming zombie. Thank you, Ember. Exactly right. So many alternatives. Yeah, so true. And it, it is particularly glaring when... So we're essentially Mila Jovovich, she gets out, she kills some folks, some zombies, she winds up in the Tokyo simulation, murder, 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 great stuff. Excellent use of a bike chain and yes, a single that pistol. that was very good, yeah. To moiterize zombies. That was, that was really, that was delightful to watch. And then she makes it into some sort of secretary area where the people are already dead and, ah, here's Li Bingbing. She's, uh, she's there to help and Wesker shows up on the screen and so like, hey, I'm on your side now, we have to get you out, I've sent in a team. And the team is four dudes, one of whom is Luther. Great. They are all wearing tactically acceptable clothing. Yeah. Yep. Stuff you want to wear when you are in a zombie apocalypse. Yep. Right. She only has one gun, people. One gun. No, no vest. No explosives. No blades. We don't know how she got in. Yeah, we have no idea how she got in. That is a good point. So we see, we see the guys come in, right? They come in through the ventilation shaft on some weird trippy elevator. Somehow, Ada Wong got in, killed all these people in their little desks, and is totally ready to help Alice get out, except she can't. I don't know. She uh, runs into unexpected resistance from the Red Queen and her legion of zombies and clones, I guess. Yeah. She didn't see that coming? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I guess they sent Ada ahead of time for, like, reconnaissance? And well, then to secure and team? lead Alice to the team. So, like, the point was, like, they would be coming in from the elevator and she would be going in to extract Alice and get the... Because I probably would take... They'd trip a lot of alarms, which they did, just coming in. And so, like, having to fight their way through the entire facility instead of half of the facility. Yeah. Tactically. Meet in the middle. And my expertise does run strong to tactics. This makes perfect sense. Sure. I think what we're learning about the Red Queen with this is that the Red Queen is sexist. Because Ada Wong is able to get into the facility, kill a bunch of people, and the Red Queen's just like, hmm, lady in a dress, harmless. <gasps> she was wearing red. Maybe the Red Queen, yeah, shows a lot of favoritism as well to, um, <laughs> yeah, red-wearing female individuals. Well, I guess we can't really have any issues with the dress anymore. Nope. Perfect. Perfect, Perfect. in every way. Yeah, it really way, is yeah. not not at all out of a video game no <laughs> real world yeah we also get a long monologue here from um Wes- Wesler about you know like we don't work for umbrella anymore like you know we're trying to save the human race like monologue monologue we're on your side like it's it's it feels really ridiculous having just come from the last movie where he tried to eat Alice for health and longevity. Yeah. By the way, this is how I survived. And um, I'm on the side of humanity now. No, he doesn't tell us anything that we need to know. No. It's clear you need to get out of this facility. It's clear that Wesker is helping you. And it should be clear that he has some ulterior motives. He always does. But it's also clear that the Red Queen is not on your side. 
Yeah. So, you know, lesser evil. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The evil that wants to get you out, at least, I suppose. Go with that one. And I, I like, so then, you know, it leads to traversing the different test environments. And I like that each little test pod has its own type of zombie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So our our commando boys get pinned down in the Soviet test site, which I think is supposed to be Russian, but it's clearly kind of period about yeah. what it's oh, doing. Yeah. 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 Then we discover that they've been able to manufacture zombies that can shoot guns and drive mm-hmm. vehicles. So and carry chainsaws. Yeah. Abs- oh yeah, run, the chainsaw zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that poor guy. That's true. It, was it a team of four? I feel like it was actually a team of five, but Might one of them never spoke, so yeah. you know he was going to be the first to die. Yeah. Ian Glenn would eat his fucking heart out to see how well RQ was able to domesticate those zombies. I mean. Yeah. She actually doesn't keep them in a cage in between simulations. They just have a break room. They snack on Cheetos <laughs> and drink Pepsis. Very do domestic. Do you think they're part of the cleanup crew? They're just like... Probably. <laughs> they just sweep up afterwards and... They just lick the place clean. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I mean, you'd have to because considering the kind of memories they implant in those clones, they would be horrified to have to sweep that up because RQ apparently does not like blank helpful slates. She wants... Just really torturable humans with real real identities and feelings. Yeah. Gotta use the zombies. The perfectly domesticated and high motor function zombies. Yes. I'm trying to think. New York is the giant axe wielding guys. The executioners, yes. correct. Yeah, I was I was I was happy to see them again. And it does kind of help explain what that that guy was doing in LA, sort of. You know, because there was always that question of like, where yes. did that nine foot axe wielding, right? You're right. Like nail decorated. Zom- what, what was? Where did he come from? Was so that you, just an oh, evolutionary step? You think the Red Queen unleashed the executioner zombies? Either that, or she scoped him yeah. on her satellites and was like, "I like the cut of his jib. I think I'm going to make some mm-hmm. of him." I, I suppose it could be, yeah. you know, one or the other. And I really liked the fact that there was some individuality to each of the hulking axe executioner guys in, with the use of nail art. Like the first guy, you know, had like the spiky things through his back and then like nails in his shoulders. And, and Megan noticed that one of the two had like a few nails stuck in the very top of his head. Like railroad spike nails. They were huge nails. Yes. They were yes. They were meaty nails. <laughs> I, I did respect either maybe, I don't know if the Red Queen did it to tell them apart or if they did it to kind of express a sense of like personal identity to, you know, separate them from the crowd. <laughs> like haircuts on a clone. So are the nails in our heads. That's... <laughs> <laughs> the whole spring fashion line for it <laughs> i love this movie yeah I, I i enjoyed ada wong you know lee bing bing and mila jovovich really just like working super well together to take out those two giant zombies like i mean okay tiny women sure giant zombies with axes what could they possibly do oh evade them like badasses and then set them on fire with a tanker truck that's part of a simulation and was completely full of gas Listen, we know the Red Queen likes her simulations as accurate as possible. I, I, fair. I don't, I don't, I won't, I won't challenge that. She's an exacting lady. She took the time to program different blood-curdling screams from all of the different people. She, she has she a did, method. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's a method. She is an artist. Things don't, of course, get too interesting until we hit suburbia, where, of course, we are encountering a simulation that has not been cleaned up and reset yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be the simulation, of course, that we saw at the beginning of the movie where Suburban Alice died trying to protect her daughter, who survived. Who survived. Oh. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Twist. Yeah, we get we get uh, the addition of uh, Becky, who's played by uh, Ariana Engineer. Yeah. Becky, who's willing to accept her mom and latex buckles with a haircut hair hair dyed haircut yeah where did your bangs go mom <laughs> yeah. during the zombie apocalypse you you stopped to get your hair did while i was cowering in this closet that's cool that's cool mom i understand <laughs> i guess just as a as, as a side note um so ariana engineer so the the um character of becky um is played by a heart or is a hard of hearing character who has, I believe, a cochlear implant. Um, and initially, 
that was not going to be kind of the design of that character. But apparently this actor did such a great job on her, um, on her, uh, whatchamacallit interview. Audition. 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 Thank you. Her her interview, Um, her acting interview. Can you pretend for us, please? It's important for the job. (laughs) Um, and so this, um, this person is, uh, was born partially deaf and knows American sign language and, um, so they just added that into the story. It was pretty great. I fucking yeah. It was love another that. way to another way to make Alice fragile, right? In the opening scene, mm-hmm. to to kind of make everything fragile and precious, and put it in a little bubble, and then pop the bubble. Mm. <laughs> just really take it, take it to, from one extreme to the next. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I love that they incorporated it. That that is that is delightful. I mean, representation extends to communities you don't see very often on television. And that includes, yeah, the deaf and hard of hearing. Yeah, instead of just pretending that she's not deaf, she gets to embrace it and make it part of her character. I think that's awesome. Yep. Exactly. And the fact that new Alice, mommy Alice, non-mommy Alice, murder Alice. What do we call her? Alice OG? Yeah. Maybe not. We don't know. Who knows? She also knows sign language. Yeah. Yep. I kind of like that world where you just assume everybody knows sign language because why wouldn't they? It was but a mere moment in her geometricness. (laughs) It's so true. Her brain flickered. Oh, yes. ASL. Yeah. So now we have this new wrinkle. We go to, we we lose Lee Bingbing, we think, because, you know, because a team of commandos made up of clones of her old friends shows up in suburbia to bring her back for RQ. So we've got Michelle Rodriguez just swinging on a swing. We've got Colin just, Salmon. We've yeah. got Oded Fair just standing outside, hostile as fuck behind Jill Valentine. They're being like, you got to come back with us or we'll kill you. Yeah. It's great. It's like, Michelle Rodriguez on that swing is just like the most menacing thing. It's fantastic. It could only be worse if she was like a child predator watching children. <laughs> like- <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, so they assault the, the her her old team members, her clone team members assault the suburban house, um, and uh, Li Bingbing gets out of the house in just such an amazing way. It's so good. Um, she like shoots a hole in the floor and then, you know, uh, jumps down into like the sub flooring, I guess, right before they essentially blow up the entire house. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yep impressive superhero landing red dress explosion overhead beautiful and all to let alice and becky get out of the back door and run away and then they find good rain they find apparently um you know apparently michelle rodriguez um prius michelle rodriguez uh, made it out as well from the simulation I believe I asked how she could possibly have survived um, being in an upturned Prius car while the zombies were running at her. I believe, and I can't actually remember, Amber, if it was you or Adrian, who actually answered my my question in uh, text form with, she's Michelle Rodriguez. (laughs) 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 All right. Yep. Good good point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's... Great. Just, we have the different monsters, the different zombies. We have one of the super scary big monsters that we had in the first and the second movie, but even the bigger. Lickers. Yep. Yes, the liquors. One of them kidnaps the daughter for reasons to put her in yeah. an aliens like, uh, like yeah, cocoon thing. Yeah. Sure. Was, Why wouldn't they? Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, she's just, not dead. Yep. I have to chase her. I have to get her back. <laughs> exactly. It's it's not like the first time the liquor showed up that he just grabbed one of the commando guys and then bit his head off while staring at his friends just immediately. He, right? was, he yeah, always brings was, people to his lair. Mm-hmm. It was an alpha move. It was such an alpha it, move. It was, I don't know why, but it struck me. It's like he snatches the guy so that everybody's looking. And then he's like, do you all see? And then he just doesn't break. I mean, he doesn't have eyes, obviously, but obviously, you know, he's not looking at the guy whose head he's biting off. He's looking at his fucking friends. It's upsetting. (laughs) That is a higher intelligence, and it is not friendly. Because he snatches Becky, we have time for a shootout, right? The security team, led by Jill Valentine, is coming down the hallway, advancing, shooting, 
And then the the task force, the task team is shooting back, trying to get the elevator going so they can get out of the facility. Um, I think this is where there's like a brief moment where they talk about this task force not working for Wesker. Like it's just oh, referenced yeah. very quickly. Actually, and right, it's yeah. My head just like went, ah, what? You know, because Ada Wong was definitely like, I came here because of Wesker. But those guys are like, we don't work for Wesker, but we're coming to get Ada. Da, 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 da. So I'm a little confused about how they're all related. But yeah. didn't care at all. You distracted me with the shootout. You distracted me with all of the awesomeness of 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 Barry. No, Barry. Oh, oh Barry. Barry. He was my favorite this movie. Of the non-awesome women. Like, if you're not taking from all of the awesome women that you have to choose from, then there's Barry. He just, Mm -hmm. you know, he's cracking wise. He's setting explosives. He's shooting. And then, you know, the liquor comes down, you know, before it snatches the young, not daughter, daughter clone person. And just, like, slashes the shit out of him. With giant person-sized claws. And you think, oh, well, there goes Mm -hmm. Barry. And his friend, who seems to be in charge and seems to be in love with Lee Bing-Bing's character, Leon, played by Johan Erb, goes over to Barry. And Barry just, like, spits out this giant mouthful of blood. And is just like, I feel like shit. And I thought those were his last (laughs) words. (laughs) And they would have been excellent last words, for sure. But then... It's like, I thought, oh, this ruins it. He's not dead. And those weren't her, his amazing flippant last words. But then he gets this whole like one man standoff moment. Like he sends everybody mm-hmm. off on the elevator. He's like, somebody's going to stay behind and it should be me. And I'm like, probably because you're, you know, going to be a zombie. I don't think that liquor's claws are clean. And he's shooting and he's revolvering. And then there's a moment for some reason that he goes out with his cigar and throws his gun up in the air and then catches it again when you think he's dead and shoots more people it's just barry gets such a good send-off for no particular reason yeah the thing that makes me most proud of barry is that jill valentine is there and she is shooting from her titties oh my god yes Mm-hmm. when yes. she isn't shooting from her titties she is shooting from her pelvis mm-hmm. and unlike lj who saw some boobies and screwed the pooch he is focused on shooting back. Not even for a second does his brain go, titties. No, just, nope. I got it. I got cracks to wise. Mm-hmm. I got people to shoot. Yep, you are exactly. so right. Respect for Leon. Thank you. Or not Leon. Respect for Barry. That is, thank you for noticing that. Because we did notice the fact that anytime you see Jill, she does have the two pistols. And it's just... Side to side boob action with every (laughs) bullet that comes out. It does look like they're just attached to her breasts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which you can see, you know, at least a third of. Yeah. For sure. Well, you got to be able to see the big spider glowy thing that's still attached to her chest, obviously. That is attached to the upper part of her chest, yet the zipper goes down below her breasts in, you know, the fun, you know, women's fashion way where, you know, we're covering it, but. By making but, sure but that the we? zipper ends at, like, yeah. your sternum. <laughs> the bottom so, of your sternum. Everything sexist in this movie is done by the Red Queen. And the Red Queen learned it from people. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah, it's true. That is true. She's just she's just showing us who we are. She really yeah. is. A titty-shooting society. <laughs> she programmed Jill to shoot from her titties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone had to. She wasn't doing that in Apocalypse. Yeah, it's true. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I also respected Luther, who, of course, comes back, and Alice is so happy to see him. And when they reunite, you know, she's got the clone kid, and she's got clone suburban Michelle Rodriguez, who is gorgeous and feeling a little flirty. And the first thing Luther does, check in on the kid. He doesn't flirt with Michelle Rodriguez. He checks in on the kid. I liked that too. They maintained his good guyness. That's actually how you know Clone Rodriguez isn't a real person, right? Because it's it's been years and years. We go all these places, and and there are no children. People yeah. are too stressed to have mm-hmm. babies in this zombie apocalypse. Strangles so, their fallopian tubes right out. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're all just they're all pretending. They're like, yeah, I'll show up at your house with some pork and beans. And then I'll make you hold me. Like, that's, that's all I've got. 
Yeah. The fact that Michelle Rodriguez is flirty. Nope. Cloned. Fake. New <laughs> yep. clone test. There's no, there's no post-apocalyptic coitus. You monsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also, that actually makes sense that the only way to give Mila Jovovich a baby was to make a clone. Because there's just, yeah. she doesn't have time for sex. No one wants to have sex. Sex isn't happening. And also, how is she going to be pregnant during the apocalypse? No pregnant women. At all. That's just delightful. God, I love your perspective on these movies. <laughs> those those po- post-apocalyptic diagrams. Highly <laughs> just highly recommended. Yeah. Yep. And so when you say that Barry sent up the rest of the team, at this point, the rest of the team is Leon and Luther. Because <laughs> right. Alice is gone looking for Becky. Um, yeah, Barry's just holding it down for Leon and Luther to get away. Scrappy, scrappy Barry. Yeah, they lost tech guy to the liquor. They lost ponytail no words guy to the Soviet biker chainsaw zombie chainsaw yep Mm -hmm. yeah and then i think somebody else died including barry holding off the uh yeah the the jill's jill's strike team so that alice could go after a clone baby right alice with the um you know uh life-saving human saving um blood in her veins dna running through her goes off to save um clone child yeah it all makes perfect sense Oh, did we mention, uh, by the way, there's a bomb that's going to go off? <laughs> they, they set a ticking clock on this right away where uh, the mercenaries, as they're coming in, set a two-hour timer bomb thing. But they, they make it. They make it just in time. They don't manage to save uh, Ada Wong, who was apparently still alive, but then Jill Valentine captured, and then they had to leave her behind. Terribly sad. But yeah, they get Luther out, they get Leon out, they get Alice out, they get... Um, clone baby out, and they're they're driving away. They're driving away to meet Wesker. A helicopter's going to get them. I don't understand how there's still almost a half an hour of this movie left. Yeah, there's a moment where they all like put their heads back and like relax as they drive across the ice sheet. Yep, they're they're and cuddled then... up in like big coats. They're they're happy. They they think they've done it. The relief, the exhaustion is palpable. Becky knows that this Alice is not her mom. But oh she's cool God. with it. She's like close enough. I fucking loved that the, the realization when Mila Jovovich shows up and saves her from the alien sack. I f- is is that the moment where where Becky's like, "Oh shit, you're not my mom." Yeah, it, it is. yeah, it's when they're running through the room with all the other with the like all conveyor the belts of clones. That's and right. You see about four thousand Alice clones running along, and then four thousand Becky clones just like on this conveyor belt. Yes, thank you. That is when when everybody when when Becky's like, oh no, people aren't people. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's yeah. you're not my mom. And Alice's response, I am now. It's <laughs> <laughs> so kidnappery slightly threatening i look like her so i claim you as mine Mm -hmm. those are the rules but yeah at this point i think becky's cool with it um yeah becky's having a hard day like becky like yowza she was probably born earlier that day like this is a lot (laughs) you know they showed us some submarines earlier in the movie oh weird but those probably aren't going to come into play not at all the ice is cracking, it's global warming, the desertification has spread to the Arctic. Oh, oh just no. kidding. Oh, it is, it is a submarine after all. <laughs> it flips over the snowcat, fine, so they can't keep driving. And Jill comes out this beautifully lit subway entrance that just backlights her perfectly and dramatically with Ada Wong still in handcuffs and Michelle Rodriguez. It's all this left of the team. There's only two of you. It's gonna be enough. <laughs> Alice is feeling pretty, pretty feisty. You know, she's got herself, she's got Luther, she's got Leon. It's three on two plus a prisoner that's on their side. How bad can this be? Uh-oh, Michelle Rodriguez just injected herself with a thing. Yep. Yes. Some sort of parasite injection. Yeah. From the, yeah. the zombies. Apparently, yes. She's like, been in commando mode all day, but this is the moment. She's like, oh yeah, okay. I need some extra superhuman powers right now. Now I mean it, yeah. I was just playing around before. Let's get serious. Meanwhile, Jill Valentine has been pretty pretty uh, geometric the whole time, you know? Mm, pretty mm-hmm. powerful. Yep. Dodging bullets. Continues. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that, that spider seems to be strength. souping her up a bit. 
And so we have two separate battles between Alice and Jill and Michelle Rodriguez and Leon and Luther. Exactly. And I guess, does Lee Bing Bing get, like, knocked out at the beginning of this, I guess? Immediately. Michelle Rodriguez yeah, okay. injects herself with a parasite, hulks out, and just, like, boom. This fight involves so much bone crunching. It's a very crunchy fight. Yeah. We get we get x-ray vision, like Mortal Kombat, to see the bones breaking, hearts getting stopped. Um, uh, yeah. Femurs, arms breaking. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And Rain... We can call her Rain. She's in combat mode. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> is bulletproof, right? They oh shoot God, her a whole bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the bullets like dripped, drip from her fingers like steamy little turds. They just, <laughs> oh, just come out. They just pucker. They do. Just let them out. Yeah. It was fantastically gross. It was confusing at first because it was, she injects herself with the parasite and then they shoot her. And then you just see like dark things moving under the skin of her arms and then like things dropping out of her fingers. And my first thought was, oh, she's giving birth to more parasites that are going to like kill them or something. Oh, those (laughs) are the bullets. Those are the bullets. Instead of just squeezing out of the holes they came in, we're going to send them to the fingers. Okay. Obviously. Didn't have time to shoot her before the injections. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oopsie okay, doopsie. Guys. Especially since Leon recognized what the parasite was right before she yeah. injected herself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the lost pulgus parasite. Uh-oh. Hold your fire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her do this first. It's only fair. Luther, bravely in this fight doesn't have any superhuman powers isn't a tactically trained task force ninja man but no. he is he is putting up a good fight and he takes a fire hydrant to michelle rodriguez's face yeah mm-hmm. he does that, some good work that is the end of luther yeah she, she's like really you can hit me with a fire hydrant and she just death punches him in the heart yeah a good old heart punch stops stops luther which is that's very sad. Yeah. I wish it was Leon. Yeah. I would treat them any day. Absolutely. That does. That, that was pretty sad. I mean, it, Michelle Rodriguez having an epic fight with two opponents was awesome. And I'm glad that happened. It was, I liked that better than watching Jill Valentine throw Alice around, despite the fact that one of them had a pointy stick and the other one had uh, ice axes. That was great. Fantastic. <laughs> Use your surroundings, folks. I liked it. I thought th- both fights were great. They're happening simultaneously. They each got their own theme music. And just watching Michelle Rodriguez fight is is great. So in this in this scene, Jill Valentine, she loses her spider, right? Yes. Alice pulls it off her eventually. Only after Alice is mostly dead. I think, oh, that's right. She's about to shove Alice's head into the moving like belts of Treads, the, yeah, yeah. the car and that's when alice is like oh right glowy spider you didn't have that when we first met <laughs> she should know what yeah. it is because she took it off of claire in the last movie yeah but yeah anyway. the spider puts up a pretty good fight but it is destroyed jill valentine uh, instantly has her her memory and her loyalty to alice took Allie larder no a problem. lot longer no problem yes this one i yeah who knows? Did have a very specific like probe to go into the chest, so maybe you know some kind of continuous delivery system for Ooh, that spare. brainwashing juice. But mm-hmm. that sounds like science. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No problem there. No problem. With the help of Jill Valentine, they defeat Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, and they sent her sent her down to a watery death. Because they, they can't beat her hand to hand, so they they shoot the they shoot the ice and the zombies who have I guess escaped and are swimming up from the underwater under ice facility um, pull Michelle Rodriguez down into the depths. I, I thought visually that was pretty cool. Like it's Alice is on the ice; she doesn't know what she's gonna do, but then she sees like the blue zombie face press up against it, and she formulates the plan. Michelle goes down; she's dragged down by two zombies, but then she manages to lever herself up, and she's like, "I'm gonna kill you," and then she gets dragged back down. And we get that <laughs> visual of just a horde of underwater zombies all coming up and just enclosing her like piranhas. It's it's pretty cool. 
Yeah. It is. Yes. I love the blue zombies. I love their their skin pigment. So blue. So blue. I love how, like, they're in the little cone of light that comes through the eye sheet mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's a great visual it for really sure. It is. It's, it's haunting, but also satisfying. Mm-hmm. What am I into? So what vehicle did they leave in? Do we know? We don't. I, I guess the helicopter eventually came for them. I don't know. But they're they're traveling again. And I, I know, like, Alice is asleep and she wakes up again. Like, this happens so many times in these movies where Alice <laughs> wakes up and is completely disoriented. Or, like, maybe I'm not even Alice and I'm living some fictional nightmare with my, you know, traumatic dreams. But in this particular part Atlas wakes up and like for once everything just like makes sense to her she has no question she's like okay yep got my clone daughter <laughs> I've got my my friend faux friend JV Jill, Jill Valentine's here and oh yeah there's a lady in a red dress like getting inappropriate sexual passes from Leon this is totally what I was expecting <laughs> <laughs> I know that detail why? I mean, I guess that must be from the video games because it is not pursued. Yeah. yeah he's, he seems to clearly be in love with Ada, grabs her thigh, and she just like takes it and puts it back in his own lap. And that's all we're going to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> but we're definitely going to put it in the movie. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah. So then they go meet Wesker. And uh, he's in the Oval Office, in the White House. They've barricaded, I guess the white house because that's a good defensible spot um and he claims that this is the last of all humanity um yeah and then injects her with a t-virus which makes her superhuman again yep she's she's geometric zero to 60 in in a split second yeah and uh yeah he's like you're our best weapon against you know this this is the battle for humanity and the camera sweeps out and it's it's not looking good no, no, yeah, the the like dinosaur esque winged creatures. Yes, we haven't even are seen them. Circling the White House, Oof, flying zombies. Yep, liquors, liquors coming over the wall for days. Just massive hordes. I mean, you got soldiers, you got flamethrowers. Is it gonna be enough? How many communist chainsaw zombies are there, though? That's the question. So. <laughs> one thing that occurred to me as we were talking about this movie is that they left this underwater facility, and. There are so many things I could pick on here, but they left this underwater facility and they blew it up. And within that facility, they, they make reference to like one of the 50 base model clones. There's totally way more than 50. There's more than 50 just in Tokyo, but like the red queen's technology to like recreate people is your way of repopulating the earth. You would think so. If you're a Wesker and you actually want to save the human race, you need that facility. Yeah. (laughs) To do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got a whole bunch of Alice's, a whole bunch of Becky's, a whole bunch of Oded fairs. And based on the way they were talking about dry cleaning, that Alice and that Oded, they're going to have a whole lot of babies. So you just you just ruined your own plan. I don't yeah, disagree agreed. with you. <laughs> you had to, I mean, ethnic diversity. Yeah. So, uh, fair. Yeah. Significant amount of ethnic diversity. I Yes. Even the zombies had good teeth. I mean, come on. They really did. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like if you could clear out that facility, then that could be your like base of like waiting it out. Yeah. yeah. How are the zombies going to get under the ice in the water? Never mind. It's anyway. Fine. Anyway. <laughs> those those people with real memories aren't real people. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So we're left again with this like, oh no, everything's even worse somehow than the last movie ended (laughs) we've escalated you thought it was crazy before now it's crazy and you peed yourself (laughs) and the dragons can smell it yes there are dragons now (laughs) (laughs) so what did you folks think of this movie on the rock scale regrettable outstanding craze balls or k um i actually i actually think this might be an outstanding craze balls for me because i really liked i really liked the detour that they took and and that it felt it's funny because some of the things I didn't like were, were video gamey, like the outfits that the ladies have to wear, right? But also on the other so- side of it, like the things I liked most about it, like having to navigate these unique obstacles of the different cities and the unique biohazards and having the all magically in one place, like boom, 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 back to back to back, like um, like you would in a video game was, was very fun and made it really 
go by very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and just like the whole change of scenery to this, to the facility and, and, you know, focusing again on the true enemy in this apocalypse, which is Umbrella. I really like that. Thank you for bringing us back from the brink mm-hmm. on this one. Absolutely. I, I agree with all that. Yeah, agreed. It, it is that much more impressive to me because of how meh I felt about the fourth one. Like you'd think usually you don't go up from there. You just kind of devolve into self-indulgent chaos. And I, I think they did. They stepped it up for me. Everything Adrian said, craze balls and, and like a high level craze balls. I, I, this was genuinely entertaining. <laughs> craze balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a little. A titter craze balls. <laughs> craze balls. Craze balls. Yes. There you go. yes completely agree excellent that's the sound my heart makes (laughs) (laughs) that's my my heart makes when i watch resident evil retribution specifically adrian do you have a sneha story i do i have a chapter two on sneha meets emperor palpatine (laughs) so Last week, Sneha met Emperor Palpatine and covered up her ears during the movie when he was talking because he's trying to get Luke over to the dark side. And just yesterday, she puts a sheet over her head and she's doing her like Sneha creepy fingers to her dad. And she's going, Luke, you come to our side. It is dark. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Very cute. Michael films it. She's she's going dark side like nonsense. Right. Um, She's being the emperor. But today she's watching the video of herself being the emperor and she covers up her ears. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. She had a real like meta moment. She's like, no, no, I will not listen to myself. <laughs> I was too good. <laughs> something, something dark side. No, you'll never have me. <laughs> That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I'm so proud. Yes, as a as mom, these these are the moments. <laughs> these are the moments that you're like, I'm still gonna warm up your milk, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you earned it today. And while I do that, I'm gonna think I'm doing a real good job. This is <laughs> this is quality. Yep. Yeah. I I am doing better than Alice will do with her clone daughter. I don't disagree okay. with you. Yes, mm-hmm. no. Set set the bar low. But yeah. <laughs> yep. Megan, do you have an Abby story? Yes, I have a retcon of the last Abby story I, I told where um we called in the fire station where Abby was a firefighter who answered and said, um, were you expecting the fire? Um apparently that was a whole conversation that um Abby and Erica had had about um <laughs> about fires because like they have this like um fire pit outside um you know or and their stove has you know is, is a gas stove so there's fire in it and so they were talking about like when do you have to call the fire department for fires it's it's when you have a fire that you're not expecting so um she was just being a very thorough fire marshal in that instance so um i applaud her i should have known that there would be a perfectly reasonable explanation um that uh that she asked such a delightful question i i like that she doesn't make assumptions just because she doesn't know about you know a side table living room fire doesn't mean it's not your standard fire for that home i respect that you know, she's not she's not making fireplace and gas stove assumptions. Well done, Abby. We've stopped doing recommendations because we're having too much fun with the movies, people. You know, you're just going to have to wait until we're not doing Resident Evil anymore if you want to learn things that we like. Yeah, I feel like I haven't made room in my heart for anything else right now. Like, I actually rewatched Resident Evil Extinction and got mad at LJ over again. <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In your time between watching Resident Evil uh, 4 and 5, you made time to watch 3 again. Yes. That's, that's oh. wonderful. Yay. We're, we're doing good in the world. <laughs> um, so I'll close this out like I always do oh, by man. saying, the rock's easy, but the roll is another thing. What? What? Ex- what do you think that means, person who decided um, to introduce that? What? What does that uh, mean to you, Megan? 
it's 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 Keith Richards, and he's talking about rock and roll. So like that's 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 what it is. Okay, Rock's so it's just the rule. pure nonsense. It's pure, yeah. It's pure, pure Keith Richards nonsense. Just like somebody somebody was passing by Keith Richards, and he was just muttering to himself, "The rock's easy, but the road that's that's hard." Mm-hmm. Yep. Or. An interview asked, hey, do you think The Rock's easy? And what about the role? And then he answered that way. I was very much in the physical earth for that one. I was like, rolling rocks down a hill, easy. Mm-hmm. It's backwards. The rocks themselves, complicated. Yeah. Millions of years. Very good really, point. Really simplifying a very complex natural process. Really, kind of taking it for granted. Or for granite. <laughs> Let's all high five now and freeze frame. <laughs> oh boy anyway bye everybody bye bye